Hello, thanks for joining. This is Proof of Change brought to you by ChangeDAO. This is a space to elevate the stories of change makers using NFTs as a force for change. My name is Drew Simon. In this episode, we welcome back storyteller and ChangeDAO founder David All. David recently hosted NFT Storyteller Seattle, an event dedicated to bringing together the community to celebrate stories of change. In this episode, we recap the event and hear from the amazing community members that helped bring this event to life. So please join me in welcoming David. Okay, David, good to see you again. Good to have you back. Uh, you've been on here a couple of times and it's always a pleasure. And I'm really excited for this episode to chat with you about NFT Storytellers, which happened recently in Seattle and some of the reflections from that. So uh, how are you doing? Drew, I am doing great. It's uh, fantastic to be here and happy fall. Yes, happy fall. We just had our big uh, snow, first snowfall here in the Toronto area. Um, so it's, uh, winter is coming. Yeah, there's snow on the mountains here in Seattle as well. Mm -hmm. So looking yeah. forward to getting out uh, on the slopes here pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you're a snowboarder or skier, I take it then. <laughs> snowboard, <laughs> snowboard. Yeah, me too. Me too. I need to get out on the West Coast. That's where the best mountains are for sure. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, let's chat NFT storytellers. So uh, I had the pleasure of watching via our Discord watch party. It was amazing. Great community vibes. Certainly wish I was there though in person. So for those listening in who weren't able to watch the live stream or attend in person, can you give a short overview of what it was, how it came about, the inspiration behind it? Well, as you know, everything is about storytelling. Change DAO is about storytelling, bringing people together. Uh, we've designed the entire platform around this idea that the stakeholders that are involved in a moment of change should come together and be a part of that story. Uh, in all sorts of ways. And NFT Storytellers is a broader concept around the industry, around Web3, around NFTs, around people coming together to share their story uh, in all sorts of areas of change and what they're doing in the community. And so Seattle NFT Storytellers is, for me, it's it's the way that I express my love for a community is this style of event. And what I mean by that is that it's very carefully selected group of individuals that I feel are making a meaningful change in some sort of way. And it may not always be obvious to folks, but it's, it's a way that I can do the things that I do. I mean, I've organized over 75 events now. And so for me, this event is the way that I can build this extraordinary platform, you know, a stage, two stools, a couple of handheld mics <laughs> and, uh, and, and fill the room. You know, that's not an easy part of it as well, but it's something that I'm capable of doing. And then maybe give the mic to someone that typically hasn't been able to tell their story and that to me is what NFT storytellers can be about. I think mm -hmm. that this is something that started in Seattle because it's where I'm living currently, but this is something that could happen in Berlin, Nigeria, Brazil, Sao Paulo, you know, Toronto, mm -hmm. of course, Austin, you know, you name it, right? I would love to see true, genuine, authentic stories being told to bring the community together in a meaningful way by mm -hmm. the stories from the folks that are 
both building Web3 and creating NFTs. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love that. And, and, you know, on that note of just bringing the world together too, something that I found really cool about it all was that when I was listening to some of the reactions and, and seeing from the people during the past, the mic, hearing from the folks during the past, the mic portion, the share your light portion, there's a lot of folks that were, you know, like, hey, you know, I, I don't really know too many people in this space. I'm relatively new, but I thought I'd check it out and it's awesome vibes. And, you know, there's one person even during the share your light or uh, pass the mic p- uh, piece that said, uh, some long lines of, you know, I don't know much about NFTs, but I'm excited to learn and I'm excited to be here and, and kind of explore this new space. So I think that was something that really stood out to me as well, right? Is that it was a space to kind of like, you know, onboard people to bring new people into the space to facilitate connections to the, with those that have like have an interest or excited about NFTs, but haven't had a chance to kind of build that community yet. So I think to me, that was something that was, that was really special too. Yeah, you know, that share your light portion really surprised me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we've done that before. We always do that, actually, at our, you know, just for the folks listening. Um, before we start our events, you know, when we have time, we like to pass the mic around or give mm-hmm. a moment for folks in the audience to just briefly say what they're working on. Um, and the purpose of that is, again, building meaningful connections and understanding that not everyone feels comfortable to sort of work, quote unquote, work a room uh, mm-hmm. or to get to know everyone. So sometimes people may show up in an event or, um, you know, and they may not feel heard, right? Because someone will talk to them the whole time and maybe they don't want to sort of break away from that conversation or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. So the share your light portion is included in everything we do. Um, and it, this one really surprised me, um, because I, I, you know, I sort of had hope that everyone would want to jump up on stage and I knew it would be live streaming and the lights and everything, Mm -hmm. but I also sort of stood off to the side. Uh, you may notice, have noticed that drew Mm -hmm. and was sort of holding a mic out for folks if they didn't want to jump on stage, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but I was so surprised because not a single person took the mic from my hand. Every single person jumped up on stage yeah. um, and shared their light. And that was just such an extraordinary, well, it was just like a surprise, you know, and it just made me really happy that that's how it worked out. Yeah, for sure. Love that. Now, one thing that I found really cool as well about the event was the the venue, uh, the, the physical location. You know, we're so used yeah. to, especially over the last few years and in Web3, having these virtual events, right? But I think there's so much power in the history behind a space. And so I want to share a clip from Ian Prebo, who uh, opened the event with some beautiful music, uh, just about the space and what it means to them. Um, so I'm just going to play that for you right now, and then we can reflect on that. Why are dive bars like a safe space? I think it's, I think because in part, it's sort of the, it's like the great equalizer, right? Like this is in the tradition of like public houses, a place where people come to have conversations and it's people from very disparate, you know, ways of life. So you have professors and you have blue collar, like this, this was a, a fisherman's bar as well as being a college bar, as well as being, you know, professors and, and people who live in the area. And so you get this, this community that, that is built up around this place that all has, you know, feelings about the institution that is the dive bar. Yeah, I mean, I love that. I wish I was there because uh, you could tell that there's just so much history in the space. And what are your thoughts on what Ian had to share there? Well, first off, shout out to Ian for co-organizing the event for me. He had 
been, you know, he's participated in a lot of the events that I've organized around Seattle. And at one of the recent events, I asked him, I said, Hey, I would love it if you could help out. Um, and he agreed and he said like, what can I do to help? And, and I was like, and to be honest, the one thing I always need help with is a venue <laughs> because I don't personally go out much, <laughs> um, you know, into the space, you know, like to know all these different spaces and stuff like it takes a lot of time to find the right spot. And, uh, and he's like, oh, the Blue Moon Tavern is perfect. And he used to bartend there for a long time. He knew the owner. He's like, I'll text him right now. And we just started diving into the history of it. And I hope that you'll post some pictures yeah. of the space and, and kind of what the what that looked like. Um, if I could just describe sort of the feel of, of the Blue Moon Tavern. You know, when I walked in, I could immediately sense that it was an intellectuals hangout, if that's the right term, um, but also a place for anyone to hang out. And what I mean by that is there were Grateful Dead posters on the walls, but there was art on the ceilings. <laughs> um, there were very tasteful uh, books uh, all over the place, um, you know, and that's just it's just kind of like this interesting mix of art, of music, of posters and like for me, as someone that loves to do these storytelling events, like all I ever need, Drew, and you probably feel like this as well, but all you ever need is a stage and a couple of mics mm -hmm. and some lights, you know, and that's all you need to do any sort of event. Mm -hmm. And it had all of that already. I didn't even have to like bring my own <laughs> stools or my own mics, you know, like it just plug and play. Yeah. Um, but couple that with this extraordinary atmosphere that just felt so safe. Like anyone from any background was going to walk into that space and just feel like, like a place where they could just chill out and listen, mm -hmm. you know, and that to me, the purpose of storytelling events is not for the person on stage. Certainly not for me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, it's for the people that listen to the stories. And to listen well, you need to feel like you, you're you in a safe space. Yeah. You need to feel like you're comfortable, that it's quiet, that you can hear well, right? Like all of these things contribute to being able to listen. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is also a, a bar that historically, you know, it's been open since the thirties mm -hmm. as like just after prohibition, uh, the blue moon tavern opened up and it's it, like Ian was saying it was a gay bar long before, uh, anyone ever talked about the, these topics, you know? So, I mean, it's always just been this safe haven, um, for everyone to come and have a drink if they want, or just hang out and listen to live music. And, so for me, yeah, I mean, not to keep droning on about the, the space, but I care a lot about my personal space. I care a lot about, as an organizer, about the space that others are going to um, share. Mm -hmm. And this was an extraordinary space. And to me, it really inspired me, especially when I saw the optics, like the aesthetics, like some of these photos that I hope that you post. Mm -hmm. When I just look at that, I'm like, oh my God, every, like, this is just, 
it's perfect. Like this is NFT storytellers. It's genuine. It's like not what people think about the NFT space of being like, like this is just genuine, you know, it's like the hardworking side. It's the grit side of building NFTs, which is the side that I belong to. Yeah, no, that's great. And, um, you know, obviously watching in, I could feel just like the, the, the vibe and the history and the culture of the venue. Uh, I had the pleasure of taking part in a Discord watch party uh, with folks uh, that were part of ChangeDAO's community. It was great to just be able to participate in a different way and to bring people together and to kind of share in that moment together. And, you know, a theme kind of from all that that I took away is that, you know, the power of, and especially in Web3, of merging these online and IRL communities, right? Um, and and having different ways to bring people together from all over the world to take part in this experience. So I want to move now to, to jump into some of these community reactions that you that you had got after the event. You went around, got some kind of in the moment on the spot uh, reactions from folks that had attended. And and the first set of reactions that I want to share really speaks to that idea of, of merging online and, and in real life communities. Um, so the first one I'm going to share is, is from Ian again, who we just heard from uh, speaking about his experience uh, at the event. It's nice to have an event in a place that's so comfortable to me, you know, and it's nice to sort of bring new people here as well. So I think there's it's, it's cool to have that meeting of my, you know, work life with NFTs and, and Web3 and then my sort of familial life with this place. So that was one clip from Ian there sharing just about the idea of being able to kind of like merge those different worlds. And, and I want to share another one, a couple more short clips before we follow up and discuss kind of on this theme of merging online and, and in real life communities. So the next one is from Dennis, who was another uh, individual who attended the event. So let me play Dennis's right now. Oh, I think it's pretty cool events. Uh, I think to me, the most important the most important part of this is local. You know, there are a lot of events online on virtual spaces and Twitter space. Uh, for me, it's really important to hang out with the local people here. And, uh, and also I see a lot of diverse uh, attendance here. I think it's important for average day person to use this kind of a local, easy, on-ramp event to meet up with the local people, local community, and to get into the Web3 space. So you guys do a good job, you know, set up the space. You know, I think uh, this is the start of a really cool journey here. And and one final one I want to share now was with Virtronaut, uh, who again kind of touches on this idea again, and then we can reflect on what they're saying and and kind of how it related to your experience and my experience as well on the Discord watch party. So here's the final one from, from Virtronaut. Went up and shared my story, and you know it was a, I love the idea of uh, the storytellers ve- like the venue. Um, giving people a voice to to talk right like we're we're so chattering all the time on twitter and i think it's really easy to feel that you're speaking to no one uh and now when you're you know i think change has done it and david's done a great job really galvanizing a community to actually hear you because uh, it's really easy to to speak and feel unheard and this place changes that so yeah, some really cool stuff there around just the power of just being in person. I mean, in Web3, obviously, we're, we're used to having these virtual events, and there's a lot of power to that as well. But this idea of kind of merging the virtual and this this world that we've all been engaged with so long with in-person. I know the first time I went to the my first in-person Web3 conference, it just felt, you know, it was an amazing experience. So what stood out to you about what you heard there from Ian, Dennis, and Virtronaut? Yeah, I think uh, just to echo what you said, I, I think that you could really feel... Uh, that folks just attended a genuine event. Mm-hmm. Uh, you heard from Virtu, Virtu not, you know, who's an artist. Um, you heard 
them say that they felt heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was during the share your light, you know, they were up, able to jump up and share their story. Um, and so, yeah, I think that the beauty of having this, this platform, this venue, this event in real life is just that, that people can come and feel heard. And a lot of times, you know, f- storytellers get this, but when people listen to stories, that's actually helping someone hear their own story as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if people aren't on stage, but when you're listening to someone tell their story, it can kind of bring stuff up in your own mm-hmm. life and in your own journey that you reflect to. And that's a way of you're listening to like your soul in a way as well. Um, but I would love to hear more about the discord experience because, you know, for me as the host of this event and as the MC, it was like extraordinarily empowering this is like the first event I've done live stream mm-hmm. events before, but this was the first time I knew that there were people in a discord, like watching this in real time yeah. and at a watch party and talking about it. And that was like a deep connection I felt yeah. with the online space. So I'd love to hear more about that experience. Absolutely. And something that was really interesting, you know, and that relates to that from what came in those, those reactions was this idea of, you know, it can be hard to be heard when you're taking part in these virtual experiences, it can be hard to have a voice to feel like you're a part of a community. Um, and especially if you look at things like Twitter spaces, if you have hundreds or thousands of people in a Twitter space or, you know, attending some sort of uh, large virtual gathering it can be hard. But what I really loved about this Discord watch party was that it really felt like we're all just kind of hanging out, you know, in someone's living room on a couch, you know, having a drink and, and, and watching this experience, right? Uh, we were all, it was a, it was a, you know, a smaller size group, which was great because then we all had a chance to kind of just interact, share our thoughts, react, you know, quote things that stood out to us and, and, you know, share our thoughts on that and what it meant to us and why that was powerful to us and for us to kind of share our stories with each other as well. So I really felt that it was an opportunity to connect with those that were present. And it was so like, it was awesome when they'd, you know, the folks that were there live, like yourself and the others that did a shout out to us at the discard party. We're like, yeah, we Uh felt like we were there with you in a sense. Right. (laughs) So I think, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I think that that was something that was really cool is that, you know, I can agree that it can feel hard to be heard in virtual or online communities sometime. But I think what's really cool about what we did on discord was that it felt like we're all there with you together, you know, taking part in this experience. So that was what was really, Mm. I think, special to me about that. Yeah, you know, Drew, and we've done virtual events, we've done metaverse Mm -hmm. events, we've done Twitter spaces, we've done Zoom talks. Like this to me felt like the the metaverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I don't know, like (laughs) you know what I mean? Like this is exactly what it feels like to me. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I would never change this formula. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think that it's a winning formula. Um, Having these opportunities to engage in a more uh, kind of intimate setting online, I think is so valuable, right? Um, To kind of, you know, feel heard, uh, which I know is a big part of what NFT Storytellers is all about as well. So yeah, it was a really, really cool experience. I'm really excited to be able to do more of those in the future. So, so David, why don't we jump into the next set of clips then? I think that that was a really cool discussion there about our experiences, both in person and online. Um, The next set of clips, we have three folks that are going to, we're going to hear from uh, Heidi, Katarina, and Heaven, that were all folks that took part in the event um, that uh, really spoke to the value of the storytelling side of things, because that was really a big part of what it was about, right? The facilitating those connections and then just hearing those powerful stories. So I want to share a few clips from those folks 
uh, and then we can reflect on that as well. So the first clip I'm going to share with you is from Heidi. I thought it was really awesome to hear stories actually from people because it's one thing to hear like projects being shilled all the time. It's another thing to actually hear the story behind the project and also like really good recommendations as to what you as the listener should be doing rather than just saying, oh, this is the best project ape into it. So yeah, I really appreciated that and I hope to see more of these. And so this next clip is uh, from someone named Katarina who was also present who shares their thoughts on, on storytelling again. What I thought, I thought that you really, this event and you behind the event, I thought you really captivated the heart behind these individuals. And there was a lot of authenticity that came into play. And I thought that was the most beautiful concept to bring to the table. I think that's important. I think that that is what will like continue to, I think that just brings a lot of empowerment to the table and people really resonate with that. Great. And so the last one I want to share is from, uh, from Heaven, who uh, also kind of chimes in on this idea of the value of authentic storytelling. Hi, this is Heaven, and I really enjoyed the talk today. It's always nice to hear a little bit more about people's backgrounds outside of just what they do in Web3 or the relationship to NFTs. And I feel like people's personal stories really inform why these types of technologies um, are interesting and why they matter. Um, so really got to enjoy learning um, about the speakers today. So yeah, so love those. One thing that stood out to me there, and, and I think it was the uh, Heidi who made this, was about, you know, it's good to go beyond the shilling and to hear an actual story. And I think that, you know, it can be hard to kind of capture those or, or to engage with those deeper, authentic, personal stories in online community sometimes and in, in places like Web3 when a lot of the communication happens via Twitter and stuff where it's, you know, short snippets, right? So to me, that's something that, yeah, I think about this event that was really special was that it really dove into those authentic stories. Um, they got it got into the person behind it as opposed to just, you know, shilling a, a project on the surface level in, in 280 characters or less. Um, but what, what stood out to you, David, about uh, what you heard there from Heidi, Katarina, and Heaven? All three of those individuals heard the stories of the storytellers. Mm -hmm. You know, and they heard the personal stories. They heard the context for why these folks are in Web3. And that, to me, has been the missing ingredient. The, 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 there is no secret sauce about NFT storytellers. It's just about doing the work, doing the research to understand where folks are coming from. You know, like Lennox and Johanna and Mark, uh, you know, one of the threads that I ran through all of these stories, including my own, is that none of us grew up in Seattle, you know, and here we are, we're building the Web3 community here in, in our community. You know, why is that? Why? What? What motivates everyone to do that? You know, what is the context for what's happening? And yeah, I think beyond the snippets or the the daily sort of, I guess, the stories that people want to push out are primarily more marketing based, right? I think that's a term for shilling. Um, but yeah, for us, it's it's always about the stories, right? That's why we created ChangeDAO in the first place is, you know, to get to the story behind the art and the like, who is the artist? Who is this change maker? And where are they coming from? Why does this change matter? And to me, that's, again, it's about building trust. 
it's always about trust and elevating these individuals because you trust them when you know who they are and where they're coming from. And you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, that's cool. I'm from the Midwest too. And you know, you start making a lot of like connection points where folks start to realize like, Oh wow, this is just like the edge of the next huge wave of innovation. It's not some weird obscure thing. It's just, it's just kind of coming on fast and these are the leaders and they're real people too. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned trust there, which I think is an important piece, because obviously, unfortunately, in Web3, there's been some trust loss uh, lately. Um, you know, there's a lot of challenges that have been in there around, you know, folks not being the most honest. There have been some scams and stuff like that. But I think like, you know, events like this and moments like this show the true Web3, right? Because that's not the true Web3. The scams or the bad actors isn't the true Web3. The true Web3 is folks coming together, building together and, and sharing and movements of change together, right? And so I think that um, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that this event perfectly exemplified that. So um, let's jump into the the final uh, clip that I was going to share today then about the power of the Web3 yeah. community, which I think is a great way to wrap things up for this first conversation. So uh, this yeah. clip that I'm going to play right now is from uh, someone named Russells, uh, who goes by Professor Feathers, uh, who was also uh, there, who's going to share some words about the power of the Web3 community. There's a big community in the town, and ultimately, everybody's just trying to, uh, you know, get people who have more wealth than they need, and people who have more creative ability than they need. And what's great is that everybody wants to share those things at the same time, and it kind of ends up in these weird places like this bar that I would never go into on a regular basis because it's just too much wild stuff happening and right now it's like we could go in the corner and read a book and like have a normal scholastic endeavor um but everybody here feels more like homies than anything which is why like i'm able to just talk with you and have a mic in my face after not thinking about it you know so yeah what, what did what did you think of that reflection there did you um because obviously you know bringing together a bunch of people that maybe didn't know each other. Um, there were shared a geographic location, but had different backgrounds, experiences, expertise all into this space together to share in this movement in this moment. Um, what did that mean to you? How did that feel? Professor Feathers. I love that. Uh, you know, what I was taking away from that when he was saying it first off was, yeah, I wouldn't mind crawling in the corner and reading a book right now either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the space just has that vibe, mm-hmm. um, but also just how how comfortable they felt, you know, and how after a shared experience, a genuine shared experience like this, everyone can feel much more connected to one another. And, you know, even so much that you could just sort of talk freely into a microphone, um, you know, with someone holding a mic in, in your face yeah. saying, hey, how did it go? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I love that. Um, yeah, I think that idea of, you know, we're all homies here and it goes back to what uh, Ian said earlier about, you know, that venue being the great equalizer, right? That that moment being the great equalizer is that events like that, I think, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from. If you're, you know, wealthy or not wealthy or, you know, you are, are, have a certain expertise or you're a creator or not, or you're just someone who's a collector who likes to be a part of these stories, like it doesn't matter. You're all there you're all friends, you're all taking part in this experience together, right? And that's what it felt like on the Discord watch party as well, is that 
you know, didn't matter who we were, where we we're coming from. We were there to take part in this incredible moment. And that's what I think was so special about NFT storytellers and about ChangeDAO as well, because that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, and that's a great point. The You keep saying the term equalizer mm-hmm. and making that sort of a point. And I, I want to underscore that. Mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge that and recognize it. Um, you know, we do all come from all sorts of backgrounds mm-hmm. and experiences, and we're in Web3 for different reasons. And we've also been to a lot of Web3 events that don't always feel welcoming yeah. to everyone. Um, even our own events we've held at, you know, maybe a, 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 an office space conference room in the morning or um, a really nice uh, gallery in New York mm-hmm. and sort of a, a part of town that's kind of higher end. Um, you know, but there are also all sorts of events in Web3 that you know, folks are wearing like everyone has a black hoodie on. And so some people, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, just there's kind of like clicks everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I feel like NFT storytellers in Blue Moon Tavern, like, man, that was the vibe. (laughs) I mean, that felt like the beat generation was there. It felt like a happening, you know, it felt like whoever was in the room was there for the right reasons. And it was people from all sorts of backgrounds. There were collectors, there were artists, there were writers, there were people at the edge of the um, music NFT space, which is like something I'm really passionate about and learning more about, Um, you know, musicians, Ian, you know, obviously community builders. Um, And that's, that's the first NFT event that I've been to at least that had such a wide range of people mm-hmm. from all sorts of backgrounds. And that felt really, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Love that. Um, we've covered a lot uh, in this conversation. I mean, it sounds like it was a truly incredible experience to be there in person. I could feel it attending virtually. Um, and I just think that this underscores the broader, uh, you know, importance of community in Web3, right? Um, so as we wrap things up on this conversation, uh, for today, is there anything else you want to share about uh, your reflections on community in Web3? What makes it different or anything like that? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to NFT Go mm-hmm. for being our sponsor. Um, you know, they're an, uh, an all-in-one NFT analytics platform, and they've sponsored ChangeDAO's events uh, for the past six months. And I just want to give a shout out to them and thank them for sponsoring us. And you know, we're, we're always open to folks that want to get their story out to this community, this broad community of doers and builders and creators. And so if there are sponsors out there, um, you know, we would love to connect and see if there's a good fit. We've got a, an amazing amount of events coming up. I know we're looking at NFT storytellers in a few cities Mm -hmm. and we would love to have conversations with people about, about that. And Drew, I mean, this podcast, the newsletter, everything that we're doing in the storytelling space, it just, it feels fantastic. And the more folks that want to be a part of these conversations, we would love to, to hear from them. Absolutely. And, And that's great. And of course, you know, I'll include in the show notes for those listening in that want to uh, get involved. I'll, I'll sh- of course, share the links in the show notes for how you can get in touch with us. 
Um, but yeah, that's a great point. We're always looking to expand our community, right? And that's the good thing about a, a community is that it's always growing. Um, and we're always looking to welcome new folks to the fold. So definitely check out the show notes and get in touch. Um, thank you so much, David. It was a pleasure chatting with you today about this. I really enjoyed this conversation and I can't wait for uh, our next episode where we're going to chat more about the stories and the storytelling that happens uh, during the event. Um, uh, and I can't wait for future NFT storytellers as well. So thanks so much. Drew, thank you for sharing your light and sharing this story for us. Thanks so much for listening in and a big thank you to David for joining today. This podcast is brought to you by Changetown and is produced by me, your host, Drew Simon, founder of Crypto Altruism. Thank you to David All for his production support and to Soul Monster for the beautiful graphics design for this podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a fair review for our podcast and make sure to visit changedown.org to follow along. Check us out on Twitter at Changedown. For those listening in, I hope you'll join us again for our next episode where we welcome another extraordinary changemaker and continue this movement of change one story at a time.